Hey, what's up, guys? This is Clark Mossman on the Overcoming Fear podcast. So today, I'm actually so excited for this topic today. It's something, it's a a topic that I've had a lot of revelation on in my own life and has led me to so much breakthrough. And so today, I want to talk to you about a powerful image of security that we can find in God. And so in the previous, in multiple previous of episodes, we have talked about the character of God and how he is our father. And when we truly understand and believe this to be true, insecurity is broken off of our lives and we can stand confident as a son or daughter. A father determines so much of a child's identity and it's the same thing spiritually as well. Our father defines so much of our identity. And so the story we're going to be talking about today, many of you have probably heard, but I want to break it down for you and ask you to look at this story in a little bit different way. And so I'm going to be, it's the story out of Luke 15, um, and it's the prodigal son. And so there was a man, he had two sons. One of the sons asked his father, he came to him and he said, can I have my inheritance early? Now, this was a shameful act. And would only, like inheritance usually was only given when the father had passed away. And so not only did he come and ask for his inheritance early, which is shameful, but he also went off and he blew it. He spent it on wild living. He went out and he, say, gambled or went to the, the casino or whatever. He went out and blew the money. So shameful to ask for the money and super shameful to go and take that money and spend it in wild living. And so, but he did not expect what was to follow. After he had squandered all the money, there was a famine in the country and he became in great need. And so, you know, you can imagine that this was probably, I mean, if there's a large inheritance, this was a, this son came from a wealthy family. And so going out and being on your own, spending all the money and wild living, and then there's a famine in the land. You'd have to imagine that this dude, this young guy has some pride. And so he actually had to humble himself so much that he hired himself out and was required to feed animals, feed pigs, it says. He was so hungry, he even wanted to eat what the pigs were eating. So I just picture this, like this rich kid getting all this money, spending it, and going to the, he's at the highest of highs, growing up in this wealthy family, and now he's at the lowest of lows, feeding animals and wishing, he's like, I'm so hungry, I wish I could eat what these pigs were eating. So, If he would have stayed with the father, he would have had everything. He had an inheritance waiting for him. He would have been provided for his entire life. He would have had a great life if he would have stayed in his father's home. But instead, he decided to go rogue. He left his father's covering and he began wasting his life. This is a picture of what we often do. We have a heavenly father that loves us and has great things for us. 
He has everything we need. He, he's a provider. He's a peacekeeper. He's a protector. He has everything that this, this father in this example would have had for this son. Yet, in the same way, so often we wander away from the father and we go our own way. So back to the story, the son finally comes to his senses. Here's the turning point. And he makes an interesting statement. This is where the the story gets really interesting. And this is where even the point of this podcast comes in the next few sentences. He says, how many of my father's hired servants have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. I will go to my father and tell him that because of my actions, I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Let me work for you like one of your servants. Okay, this is the interesting part. He thought, we can see in this statement right here, he thought that based off his actions or his performance, that he was no longer worthy to be called a son. He thought his actions, actions qualified or disqualified him as a son. How many times when we fail or we screw up, do we feel like we cannot go to God or that he is disappointed or angry with us? This is a common view of God when we say fail at something, when we sin, when we struggle with something. We do the same thing that this son did. We look at our father and we say, because of what we have done, the actions that we have taken or not taken, that we know we should have done otherwise, we disqualify us as sons or daughters. But continuing in the story, as the son returned home, his father saw him in the distance. So the, so the son's walking home and he see, the father sees him in the distance and he runs and he embraces him. He runs and he embraces him. The son follows this embrace by beginning to explain how he had sinned against his father and that he was no longer, longer worthy to be called his son. Why? Because he was basing his sonship off of performance. Now, pause for a second. I have to tell you a quick story. When I first had my daughter, I was sitting on the couch with her on my lap. You know, it was, I think she was probably three or four months old. And I was like, it'd be super fun. I'm, I'm about ready to go to work. It would be fun to take a picture and send it to my parents. So I did this without thinking much of it. I sat her on my lap. I snapped the picture and sent it off to my my parents because they don't get to see her very often. We live in a different city. So later on, as I was at work, I was missing my daughter. So I looked at the picture I had sent earlier. I'm like, oh, I just want to see a picture of her. So I looked at the picture. All of a sudden, when I saw this picture, I was so proud of her. And in that moment of me being like so proud of my daughter, my three-month, four-month-old daughter at the time, God began speaking to me. He said this, why are you proud of her? She's only a few months old and is incapable of doing anything for you. She hasn't served you, proved herself to you, 
or benefited you in any way other than maybe she's super cute, which benefits me. (laughs) She's super cute. Why are you proud of her? And I realized in that moment, a key principle and a key truth of being a son or daughter. And I also in that moment experienced a glimpse of God's heart for us. I loved and was proud of my daughter because of the fact that she was my daughter. It wasn't anything she had done. It wasn't based on any action or work, but simply on the fact that she was my daughter. Why do we think that based off of our actions or performance that we are closer or farther from God? Why is it that when we sin or we struggle, we run away from God and not run to Him? I couldn't imagine not wanting my daughter to come to me in a time of need, struggle, or insecurity. Are there parents, if you're listening and you're a parent, you understand that if your kid is struggling, the last thing you want them to do is run away from you and hide. And what we must realize is that if an imperfect father like myself feels this way, imagine what a perfect father in heaven feels toward you. What I think of is David, you know, King David in the Bible. He was called a man after God's own heart. He was. But that does not mean he was perfect. There is multiple times in the Bible where he lied, he manipulated, he committed adultery, he did all of these things. How can he commit all those sins, still be called a man after God's own heart? That's because he understood himself as a son. When he sinned, he did not run away from God. He did not deny God. He actually ran back to God. He was real with God. And in the same way, he, he understood, in reality, he understood that it was not, his right standing with God was not based off of performance. It was not based off of how good of a person he was. It was not based off of what he had done today, whether he could go to God or not. He knew his standing with God, that God is his perfect father. You are a son or daughter, and that is not something that can be earned. It cannot be gained or lost. When we understand this, we don't need to walk sheepishly or timidly, but we can have confidence in our standing with God, our Father. That is not based off of you earning it. Amen? So if we can understand this principle, insecurity starts to fall off. Fear starts to fall off because we're confident in our standing. People won't define us. Our actions won't define us. Nothing will define us. Our sonship or you being a daughter will define you. And so if you haven't already, I want to invite you to subscribe to this podcast. It takes about five seconds and it will keep you up to date when new episodes are released. That would be sweet. So thanks for tuning in and I will catch you next time.